Greetings, this is Jean-Claude Matuku and welcome to the Canadian in Me, where we build communities one story at a time. Once again, I hope that this podcast finds you well. I also hope that you're staying connected with your loved one and you're reaching out to people uh, who love you, to people who value you. Remember, we are in this situation together. Though we may be apart physically, we can't meet Spiritually, we all connected somehow, right? So feel free to reach out, okay? So in today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about community because I usually use this term and, uh, you know, what is it really? And for me, what what does community really mean? Um, well, over these past few weeks, I have, I think I've really, you know, kind of like learned the value of community uh, and just being confined in the house, you know, being by myself. By the way, I think I'm privileged to be able to say that, you know, to be able to have a place to sleep, to be able to have a place to uh, to isolate. I think it's. I think for me, it's really it's a privilege to be able to have that. So I'm not complaining in that sense. But there is really that element of the social element that I'm missing, that personal interaction, that uh, one-on-one conversations. Um, I'm missing those, you know, those little smiling times and discussions where you see people, you know, that sense of, you know, belonging. Uh, well, we can try to replicate that virtually. And I think it's, uh, it's important that we, you know, we find a way to create those communities, but there is just that, uh, you know, special feeling of being among people, being surrounded by people. So, um, yeah, that's one thing that, you know, I think I have really, I miss a lot and I think that's a key element of community. And um, I mean, once we come out of this COVID-19 situation, I hope that we will all go out there and, you know, cherish these people that we always see or the people that we never really recognize, the community centers that uh, we never went to. You know, I think they are key elements to our communities. And uh, honestly, uh, being uh, confined in one space for a month has taught me that, you know, the value of being part of a larger community. So to discuss, um, to continue on the same uh, topic, uh, today I'm so pleased to bring um, a special uh, individual, somebody who who really reflects uh, that definition of being a community. His name is Josh Brown, and uh, he'll introduce himself. But uh, Josh Brown works for an organization known as Adventures for Change, and uh, they have been in the Waterloo community for quite a long time. They have done a lot of work uh, aimed at building relationships and constructing authentic relationships uh, among uh, different uh, individuals in our community. So uh, this is the story of Josh Brown. I hope that you'll enjoy it. Personally, I found it inspiring when we sat down and uh, just had a discussion. Well, I hope you'll enjoy it. Cheers. Oh, well, thank you, JC, man. It, it means a lot just to, just to be chatting with you, man. It's awesome. I was actually just uh, I was in your neighborhood yesterday. Wow. Um, just, just seeing some of the some of the kids around there. Yeah. Um, man, it's 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 dead these days, man. It is. <laughs> it is. Your, your neighborhood's normally buzzing. My neighborhood too here. Normally oh. just buzzing. Tons yeah. of people outside, and there's just and no one outside. Just maybe a couple stragglers. But um, mm-hmm. even even in the quick conversations I had with a couple of the the teenagers there, they still mention your family. They're they're talking about your your brother Yemery. Oh, uh, all the all the different sports he does and all the all, 
yeah. mostly mostly about the the working out and all this, and and mm. uh, your brother Carole. There, uh, man, your your family's definitely made an impact there, and it's uh, it's cool. It's cool just to just to be part of this whole this whole neighborhood, the whole this whole area, man. It's, it's a pleasure. So. Um, yeah, we appreciate, man. We appreciate, and that's the thing, you know. Like when you're surrounded with good people, uh, usually you kind of like reflect their values as well, right? So I'm sure we have equally benefited from the people who live around us. You know what I mean? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. It's it's so true. Um, we're here, the neighborhood I'm in. Even though it's it's been mostly on shutdown, lockdown, we get a steady supply of different meals from from our neighbors, and. Mm. <laughs> A steady supply of, of all these kind of just different blessings, and it's it's just an honor. It's an honor to be uh, learning and growing alongside such such wonderfully diverse and unique individuals. Man, it's so cool. Um, but yeah, a little bit about me, I guess. Um, I'm not from here. I'm I'm from St. Thomas. I'm I came to Waterloo to do school at Laurier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did I did global studies there, kind of like an international development focus. Um, and kind of as I got closer to graduating. Uh, it just became very, very much more apparent that um, the international world um, is very much out there, but it's also very much here. It's, it's, it's in our city. Yes. Um, there's an international community in my backyard uh, right here, um, whether that be just different refugee families and different, different immigrant families, but also just like people who've come over many generations. This, um, the whole world is is here, man. We're such a globalized world. Mm. Uh, the global village, they call it, right? So, um, yeah. So I came uh, to Waterloo, and kind of in my third end of my third year, um, I, I received a mysterious email um, from a guy named Jeremy Horn. Yeah. <laughs> who uh, <laughs> who I had no idea who he was and what he was about. Mm. Uh, he he yeah. wanted to hang out and chat, and I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. And he just showed me a whole different side to our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, he showed me some some neighborhoods that I'd never been around or near, that were that were incredibly incredibly like uh, lively neighborhoods. Um, but as he spoke more about them, he, he he told me about how how a lot of the families in these neighborhoods um, kind of end up being a bit on the margins or um, can happen to be in a bit more vulnerable circumstances. Mm-hmm. And how he's been working with them for the last 15, 20 years. And that just that just inspired me, man. Um, it just changed. It just, I, I I think of my life very much as like before I became involved with with Adventure Change and and after. Mm. It's it, it's been a journey. So I I met Jeremy then, and I started working for Adventure Change, which is the organization that does some community work in the area. Wow. I started working with them through the summer and did some more volunteering and working with them through the my fourth year. Mm worked with them again in the summer after that and then um now i'm kind of interning slash kind of um doing a bit of program facilitation and mostly learning and growing alongside the wonderful people there Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the snapshot of how i got to be where i am um i'm lucky enough to live in one of the neighborhoods that we that we get to do some work in so I'm, i'm very much a a neighbor and a friend and um yeah i hope to go into some some kind of like mentoring roles eventually but um no man it's 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 cool it's very it's very immersive it's yeah. very immersive yes <laughs> it's interesting you know how you you know you're describing that and uh that's something that um i mean obviously having been part of the community and you know knowing jeremy as well uh you know 
you spoke about, you know, the, the fact that it's, you know, these communities are very lively and, uh, absolutely, you know, it's really hard to, um, you know, not to be impacted by especially those young lives, you know, when you're walking around the neighborhood, kids are smiling and, uh, you know, it's, it's really such a positive energy that, uh, uh, almost consumes you and it makes you part of it. And, um, again, we'll talk about, uh, you know, how the current situation has basically impacted that. But, um, before you go there, mm-hmm. you know, um, adventures for change, do you want to talk a little bit about it and, uh, what, what do you do? So you told us about how uh, you got involved and basically how, you know, you got inspired. Yeah. And, um, so what about adventures for change? Do you want to tell us just a little bit about it? And so that, uh, yeah. we can contextualize it. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, man, Adventure Change um, is a very local, um, largely volunteer organization um, that they addresses issues of poverty and inequality, inequity in the Waterloo region, um, mostly for children, youth, and, and families. It's, it's holistic that way. Um, it's it's focus is community development, so it it uses what what would be called an asset based community development model, mm-hmm. saying you know we're we're not looking to build this community based on fixing the problems, but we're looking to build community by saying what what is positive, what is what is good and and um, like happening already, mm-hmm. and how do we just uh, use allow those things to grow and, and build momentum and and help transform lives and transform the community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really cool. Um, kind of some of the, some of the values that, that we stick by are kind of living lives of, of vitality and, and contribution and compassion. Mm-hmm. These are, these are very much central to what, what we do. And um, I'd say it's just the, the way things work, the way the organization kind of does its stuff, the methodology is largely through very relational uh, programs mm-hmm. And events so um, like some examples of this you your family has been largely involved in some of the kind of summer camps that we do yeah um, some of the after school programs uh, some of the like we run a little soccer league in the summer mm. uh, we do lots of um, lots of parents group lots of moms groups that meet and, and grow together and walk together um, and then yeah we I guess you you would have also been part of the leadership in in our youth connect program, right? Which yeah, was... uh, mildly, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like, like <laughs> I said, you know, from what I remember uh, when you were back here. Yeah, I've seen. Um, I think I've been mostly on the observing end um, due mm. to uh, to obviously different other commitment. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely, like the impact is, you know, it's amazing because uh, when he talked about, let's say. Um, the youth centered programs and the summer camps, you know, yeah. it, it's really, I, th- I think it's, you see the value, let's say during the summer when, you know, kids are just running around without anything to do. But then each time there is, let's say five fun days in the corner, uh, even mm-hmm. the Africa camp, uh, I think you, you guys are affiliated with that as well. Right. So you really yeah, see, yeah. you know, you see how much love these kids have for these programs. And I think that's, you know, each time you see a kid smile and, uh, the energy that they, you know, that they have when they hear, well, let's go to Jeremy's and, you know, that's when you see the value, you know, because honestly, um, you, each time, let's say you guys have like five, five fun days, you can see the, how happy the kids are. 
And um, like I said, you know, from an observational point of view, um, I have seen that and uh, it's real, you know, you know, what you guys do is real. Yeah. 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 There's, 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 there's connection, you know, it's, um, it's relationship over time. It's, it's these kind of built up connections that, that mean so much more than the programs or the the events happening. Right. It's, it's kind of like, and we're growing into, I hope this, this kind of, big extended connected family right yeah um i think even just mentioned just tapping into those camps i think those camps provide a really good picture of what we're about mm-hmm. um so like through the school year we'll do a lot of stuff with our youth our teenagers you know, grade 7 to 12 mm-hmm. uh, providing spaces for them to come hang out and learn new things and, and do things that maybe they don't normally get a chance to do and then the summertime comes around and it's largely our youth that help run the camps mm-hmm. and they provide a lot of the leadership and even planning for, yeah. for the camp. And so it's just this kind of circular, um, you're, you're poured into and then you kind of pour out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, this kind of idea of contribution being built into what we're about. Um, it is, it's wonderful to see. It's wonderful to see youth being able to step up and be in leadership roles, uh, even from young ages, you know, absolutely uh, grade five, six, seven, all the way up to grade 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see kids, what's really cool is you see kids coming back you know, they'll, they'll have done their 40 hours of community service mm-hmm. um, that high schools require and they're coming back and they still so want to be part camp. of it. Yeah. And, and that's just like an afterthought. That's just like, a, Oh yeah. Can you sign my form after? But it's, it's, it's about, you know, being connected and being involved, yeah. being uh, participatory. It's, it's beautiful, man. I've, I've not seen many places like this um, anywhere I've gone. Mm-hmm. It is, it's majestic, man. It's wow. majestic. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, yeah. So again, I'll just, uh, a follow up question on that. Um, will yeah. be, so I think you kind of like mentioned it a little bit, but, um, mm. let's talk about that, uh, reciprocity, right? The, the fact that, well, um, yeah, you know, there is this element of, you know, you being there, you being present and, um, you know, being present to these, uh, young people and, you know, being able to contribute. Um, but what about, uh, do you have any stories, uh, where let's say a certain, uh, youth has impacted you somehow? And, um, if you have any, do you, you know, man sharing? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sure there um, is a lot, but you know, let's just have yeah, a few. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, let me think here. Um, I have one, one that just comes to my mind so quickly is um one of our one of our youth i don't know am i allowed to share names i probably shouldn't share names no, you, you, you can just uh say a youth Perfect. <laughs> i'm sure you know I'm, I'm sure when that youth you know is of age you know we'll have a quick interview with them if they ever want yeah, and then you can yeah. share that story as well all right for sure yeah. for sure um one of our youth um i i get the privilege of meeting with pretty regularly um, and you know, like there's, there's a lot, I, I know the family really well and I've gotten to know them as time goes on. Um, they're a refugee family of, um, five or six years now, but, um, the, like the most incredible thing about, um, this, this friend of mine is that like his hospitality mm-hmm. is his incredibly open nature of just wanting me to be involved in his life and in his family mm-hmm. is something I have not seen. Um, like I had not seen before. Yeah. Like, like I, I was just getting 
to know him through some of the programs and all of a sudden it was please come like come to my house come come have dinner with with my family come come meet uh, my siblings and my parents and mm. and come just spend the night play play cards play games yeah. and come hang out and man a lot just this open this like open armed embrace yeah. of of who I was was so incredible like growing up in you know the suburbs like I I would have you know like waved my hand at people walking by mm-hmm. um but like this neighborhood that just is is so eager to embrace and to um draw people in and to make them feel at home and th- this this youth that I that I have uh, gotten to know just encaptures encapsulates captures encapsulates that mm-hmm. um so well for me and I, like every time I, I talk with him or go to his house. It is just this feeling of I I, I belong. Yeah. I yeah. I I'm I'm at home. I don't need to have any barriers. I I'm safe and I'm I'm loved and accepted. And yes. oftentimes the moms and dads will you know treat you as as one of their own. Mm-hmm. And it's so wonderful. I've not seen that type of hospitality. Yeah. That type of just radical kind of openness mm-hmm. um, blew me away. Uh, it's such a shock to someone who's not used to that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of, you know, this whole thing called community. Cause you know, I talk a lot about it, but, um, what it is, I think it's, uh, it's an equal contribution of people, you know, everyone bringing something to the table. So you have, um, and I think for me, I consider myself as a community development enthusiast. Uh, and one thing that we have Mm -hmm. to understand that, um, all these diversity in age, um, let's say nationality and, uh, uh, religion. I think that's what actually makes it stronger. You know, like your story, you're talking about how this, um, youth who happened to come from an immigrant background has Mm -hmm. contributed, you know, this element of, you know, openness and belonging that person has infused it in our community. And uh, eventually that makes our community better. So you really see how, you know, Everyone really, you know, if we are given that opportunity to belong, everyone has that potential to bring something to the table. And it's beautiful when um, you start merging all these uh, personalities, all these contributions, stories. It makes our communities much stronger and uh, uh, open to people. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We have um, we have a couple of youth that were coming up to me in January, February saying, hey, I'm ready to um, volunteer for uh, soccer in the summer. I want to help the kids, you know, develop their skills and, wow. and grow a passion for the game. And I'm like, hold on, I haven't even started planning <laughs> this, this thing yet. You know, like the the heart and the passion is is it goes beyond um, what I have. So I just learn, and I I take those those little moments and I cherish them and I hold on to them. And um, man, it just it just makes me feel really connected to the neighborhood I'm in, the the families I've gotten to. Know. Absolutely, and your neighborhood, your neighborhood's so so similar in so many ways, eh? It's it's a mix of different families and different yeah. personalities. Absolutely, um, there, there's a uh, oh man, a, a lovely woman I've got to know in your in your neighborhood mm. that like goes around and checks in on all her neighbors and makes sure they're all doing okay, even uh, during this kind of COVID nineteen kind oh. of outbreak. Like just being dedicated to making sure everyone's got everything they need. Oh man. Honestly, yeah, yeah. 
That's amazing. And I mean, now that you're just mentioning that, you know, that making me <laughs> kind of like me. So I'm, cause th- that's one thing. Cause you know, having been, been part of uh, that community for, I don't know, 10 years, 11 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really see the value of it each time I, let's say, go away for school or work. Uh, you start to mm-hmm. miss those uh, smiling faces and um, that lady who usually just sits there and wave at you and, you know, yeah. that little kid who sees you and then just smile and, um, like there is a kid, um, again, um, I don't want to say the name, but <laughs> each time I come back, let's say I come back from Waterloo or no, from Ottawa, the yeah. kid is like, Jean-Claude, when are you, when are you taking me for soccer? I'm like, Oh Lord, like, <laughs> you know, so there is always that, you know, um, friendliness, but also, um, I mean, in African communities, at least for, for me, um, there is that mm-hmm. sense where regardless of who your biological father is, you always look mm-hmm. up to someone who's older than you. So each time I come back to that community, these kids have made me feel like almost like an elder brother, to be honest. And, yeah. um, that makes me, uh, it's, it gives me like a sense of responsibility. Uh, even like when I was in, um, back home in Waterloo, like, I would feel like there's something that I could not do that will kind of like jeopardize my relationship with this kid. So I would watch how I behaved. I'll watch how I talked because I knew these little homies of mine or I'll call them my little brothers are watching me, my yeah, little sisters yeah. as well. Right. <laughs> so there was that sense. And to be honest, like, again, it just goes back to that contribution. Yeah. Uh, these, some of these may be like really young, but they bring that um, positivity to our neighborhood. And uh, that's something that I definitely miss. And um, I always feel like I'm always driven by that, you know, the, the hunger to give back. And I think I can always tie it back to how my community in Waterloo is, you know, I'm one of those people who always feel like I want to give. Why? Because Mm -hmm. that's how my community in Waterloo has made me feel, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really beautiful to see how that can also transform my life as well, even beyond being in Waterloo. So that's beautiful. (laughs) I, I see that in your neighborhood so vividly when I go there, there's, there's, this kind of generational um, kind of mentorship that happens, you know, some of the, some of the older teenagers now are very much so looked up at, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes, sometimes it takes, you know, some people to just mention to them like, Hey, like you, you are a leader, like people look up to you yeah. and they start, they start to realize, and then they start to kind of grow into that role, Absolutely. you know, and, and it does dictate, you know, how you act and, and who you become. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you feel like there's, there's these kind of like, um, people uh, needing you to be, to be that person that's going to show them what it means to, to in in some examples be a man, you yes, know, yes. Um, in a, in our world to be to be respectful and to be um, a caring and compassionate yeah. person. It's you know there's a lot of a lot of not so good examples in our world. Yeah. Um, so to be one of those is dynamic, you know, and so so tangible for, for especially in a community. Absolutely, it's wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. That's incredible. 